everybody to the Doncast episode 61 we are here on august 4th probably been about a week since the last pod we've had some very special guests this summer but i definitely think this one is going to be near and dear to the community i've had the pleasure of speaking with ld2k a couple of times throughout my time with 2k you know what's actually funny about this ld you probably just don't even remember but before and one of the reasons i wanted to get you on the podcast is before i even had a youtube channel or i was even big or anything like that you were always a guy in the community i feel like you've always communicated with everyone i would be tweeting at you i was probably <laughs> i was probably as a kid rage tweeting at you like a lot of people do i'm sure you know with 2k fans and whatnot but you would always answer and you know try to take in the feedback yeah. and whatnot so um of course man. yeah got to get that out of the way is much appreciated and uh i will let you reintroduce yourself i'm not sure if anybody out here is not familiar with who ld2k is but yeah yeah, let them know what it is you do with 2K and whatnot, and we'll, we'll jump in right from there. Yeah, so I worked as uh, the community manager on the marketing side for seven years. Uh, decided to kind of move on from that and uh, came back, and now I work on the visual concept side, uh, the development side. And I work on 2K TV as a host and producer on the show and uh, get to work with the community directly uh, every single week. So you'll probably yeah. be seeing a lot of my face on the, the TV, and I apologize for that. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad I can uh, connect with so many great people. Yeah, no, no, it's 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 great. Anytime there's some type of feedback or whatever, I've always felt like I could reach out. And uh, for you, I'm curious. So I got my start playing 2K. Gosh, now it's been my official start was actually 2K5. That's the first time I ever actually touched an NBA right. 2K game. Um, ben Wallace. Yeah. Was it was it yeah. Wallace or Bill? It was Wallace. It, it was Ben Wallace. 2K5 Wallace. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I thought I had him. I had him confused with Billups, but yeah, because I my brother owned that one. Then I owned NBA mm-hmm. 2K8. That was the one I actually got for Christmas, and I've never looked back since. When did you get into 2K? When was your first one? So my first one was on the Dreamcast. So I, you know, I was diabetic growing up. So admittedly, my mom, you know, she she kind of kept me close to home just to make sure I was, you know taking care of myself and eating properly and not having like low blood sugar attacks and stuff. So mm-hmm. a lot of my friends would come to my house. So I would kind of milk that a little bit <laughs> to get like the latest games. So everybody would want to come hang out and play. And uh, I remember I had a Dreamcast and uh, NBA 2K came out and it was, uh, yeah, it was 99. And uh, wow. I was like in middle school, I think seventh grade when it came out, something like mm-hmm. that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of showing my age here. Right. But uh, once I played that, it was like, life-changing right like I, I this game i couldn't get off of it i mean my friends i remember specifically we would make each other buy each other boxes of slim gyms mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and like the loser of the head-to-head match would have to buy each other's lunch the next day or something so oh, my it was it, it was just really fun um and at the time like when the dreamcast graphics came out the gameplay the way that the players emoted um the atmosphere you know back in like the 2000s a lot of people probably don't remember this especially the younger crowd but like mm-hmm. they had like these laser entrances to the nba games mm-hmm. and during that time 99 you know 2000 2001 2002 the lakers were winning you know they, that was during the three-peat so right. they had their like official intro so i was lucky enough my dad took me to a lot of laker games mm-hmm. basketball was like everything to me so whether I was outside practicing and shooting jumpers all night with friends, uh, playing 2K, watching, you know, games, it was just like anything I could consume basketball. I just it like it just took my mind off everything else that was going on in my life. You know, it was really an outlet for me and, and playing 2K specifically was always just uh, it, it just it bonded me with so many great people. 
before I even came to 2K, right? So right. it was just always, a, it kind of holds a special place in my heart uh, in terms of video games. And, and it's always been my favorite franchise. Yeah, and for you, that's got to be crazy because just in my life, obviously, I look back now, it's been 14 years straight, but it's been even longer mm-hmm. for you. It sounds like it's been about 20 years. And of course, it's yeah. pro- probably don't question, obviously, you've that means you've owned or played. Well, obviously, you've played them all, but you've owned every 2K then more than likely. Oh, yeah. So, like, I have a couple of collections. I have what I call my personal collection. So, like, mm-hmm. when I got to 2K, it was it was during 2K11. We were heading into 2K12. So I, I joined on board in 2011 um, when I first started at 2K. And yeah, I had my personal collection of every game, starting with the Dreamcast and going to the PS2. And I kind of have a Sony collection. I have an Xbox collection. I have an unopened collection that's probably yeah. a few years behind at the office. Um, mm. I have like all these different collections of 2Ks. But my personal collection is like every game that I actually played growing up. I always kept... Uh, a few franchises of games but 2k was always like on the forefront and i actually have it right next to my tv on this uh this like dvd shelf that i i never could get rid of even when i got married and moved in and my wife got all this furniture and stuff but it's like my wooden dvd shelf where my games lived and it's like that's there right next to the tv with all my 2ks on it i'm running out of space you know that's (laughs) jeez man time's flying but uh yeah i uh yeah i played every 2k inside and out and um like I said, like just before even joining 2K up to that 2K11, um, just so many memories. And uh, it's it's crazy to, to think about how it's come full circle. And now you have an opportunity to work alongside many talented people on both mm-hmm. sides, both on marketing and, and obviously our tremendously talented development team. Um, it's It's been just kind of like a dream come true, uh, to be honest. And, and most importantly, connecting with fans and doing right. community stuff. Like that's what I'm passionate about as as like a human being i love connecting with people and mm-hmm. you know hearing success stories and hearing people do these cool things and how 2k's changed their life like i can relate to all that so i love that part of the job man 2k tv is just it, it being able to focus on the community is like my favorite thing in the world for sure. Yeah, this conversation will, for me, be all over the place because even just some of the things you mentioned yeah. there, I'm like, I didn't even have it written down, but I want to jump into it. So just sure. apologizing to you and the viewers all at once. This is this is a cool thing for me as well. So I'm, I'm just as interested as y'all are in a lot of this. And you mentioned uh, NBA 2K11, so I've got to get into, into that bag. Um, mm-hmm. That's the first one since Michael Jordan had retired that he was in the game, if I can remember. He was probably in, what, 2K3 or 4 before that or something, and then... 11 comes out yes. and, you, and you get them back so how right. how long and i'm not sure how long you've been with 2k by that point mm-hmm. I, I guess that just to set that up how, how long have you actually worked with 2k that would be useful knowledge and all of this for me so i i joined 2k in 2011 and That's uh, we, were, okay. we, we were nearing the launch of 2k 12 at the time so i, I was see. there a couple months before the launch yeah yeah Okay. Okay. I see. So then, okay. So I'm glad I asked that because then this question wouldn't even make sense then. Well, I'll pivot to the other one then, because you, you have like 20 years in on these 2K games. Do you have an opinion on like, wh- which one is your favorite or which one is the best to you? Because that's a constant thing you see on Twitter. That's a conversation we have, especially during the off season when, yeah, it, comes, when it comes to 2K every year, we always go back. And I think a lot of us end up feeling nostalgic about these games. And, you know, like you said, for all the memories it's created for you, it's it's done the same for a lot of us as well. So did you have a, uh, a personal favorite out of all of these? It's a tough question, man. It's like it's like asking me to like name my favorite thing about my wife. You know, if she asked me that question, I better come prepared. So, or as I say on Twitter, it's like trying to ask me what my favorite child is. You know what I mean? It's right, like right. I don't even think that's a fair question for anybody that that's a parent. So, um, I think uh, 
I think, you know, 2K11 holds a special place in my heart because mm. I remember the Jordan moments. Yeah. And, 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 and that was the first time where, you know, my dad was a huge sports fan, but he never, he couldn't give two shits about video games <laughs> and uh, he never had any interest in them. And, you know, thought I played too much growing up and whatnot. But like, I, I, I remember specifically 2K11 was one of the first times where I was telling him about the Jordan mode and I, I pop it in, I'm playing it. And uh, I, I remember specifically he he came uh, when I was visiting home, he came into the room and we were, uh, he was saying, oh my God, like that's the entire lineup of like, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the late, the Lakers and like that, you know, and he's seen these historic players and these historic events and he remembered these, you know? And so mm. he's talking to me, he's like, this is so crazy. And it was the first time that like you had someone be interested in gaming, which was a huge passion of mine, um, that would have never looked that way. So I always thought that was kind of special just because of the Jordan moments. And um, you know, I, I can say this now, uh they're they're coming back for, for twenty three. Yes, sir. <laughs> so my favorite two K may end up being twenty three. Um, just because of what we're doing. And um I, I can't say more than that at this moment, but uh, -huh. uh it, it's I'm on cloud nine about it. So, um, uh, yeah, but, uh, 2k 11 holds a special place in my heart for, from a marketing standpoint and working on the games. I really loved, um, when we did, uh, the Kobe cover, uh, you know, with him waving, I had a big, yeah. you know, a, a, a big part in, in making that happen. So obviously Kobe's my favorite player of all time. I've been fortunate enough to, to work for him before 2k and, um, obviously working with him alongside the 2k team. Um, and then obviously him passing and, and now we're, we're, you know, celebrating him and, um, keeping him known to, to the next generation of young fans, you know, through 2k. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's tough to say that, that, that cover in particular comes to mind. And mm -hmm. I think, uh, from a competitive standpoint, I really like 2k 17. Okay. Like I remember we were on, we were on rec and pro-am like every single night. Right, uh, right. Me and me and my buddies. Now, now my point guard is gone because he decided to have three kids. How selfish of him, right? Um, <laughs> so you know, we're kind of out of a, a of a point guard at the moment. So you know, like, yeah, two K seventeen. I mean, I really liked. Uh, I really liked what we did with twenty two. I just thought twenty two was a really solid game all the way around. Um, adding seasons was something that I knew fans would be pretty stoked about. And you know, I've always said when people have like disagreements like always let 2k know what you like and what you don't like you mm -hmm. know and just be respectful about it because if you're not being respectful they're not you know it's gonna get tossed right you're right. like if you tell us to go f ourselves we're not gonna read even if you have the best point you could possibly make just to say it without you know say it in a way where you have some decorum but people are passionate and not everybody knows how to convey that passion so it's like you know think about things mm -hmm. and, and that's sometimes it's like yeah you got to deliver bad news as a community manager um right. going back to your original question uh we'll, we'll get into all that stuff uh I, I have to say i have to say 2k11 um because of the modes uh having jordan so integrated in it but i think that's going to be quickly surpassed by 23 right yeah easily surpassed by 23 i'm so looking forward to that because the jordan mode 
obviously was a big, big thing from turning on 2K11 mm -hmm. the first time and seeing Jordan run out onto the floor in that big presentation. That was in 2010. Chills. Yeah, that was just an insane thing. And so a lot of us see this, uh, the, the trailer, the little mini trailer that released probably two or three weeks ago of MJ in our mind yeah. immediately went in Jordan mode. Now, for me, I hadn't even seen, I, I've been reading a lot. I hadn't even seen that it was actually confirmed, but I think a lot of us deduced that. So that's, no, that's, that is awesome to hear because after that in 2K12, they kind of, uh, ex expanded on that and did less of a yeah. moments thing but it, it was kind of yeah it was a, it was the same concept kind of for a lot of the other legends and that's a place where 2k has been important for me i went on to become an nba youtuber i think in 2012 or mm -hmm. 2011 whatever when 2k12 dropped that was kind of it wasn't the first time i ever went back and looked at the history of the game but being able to see those modes it did it did stoke my curiosity of you know the filter that they had with the, the filter uh, yeah 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 and the older players and i was like you know what i'm really interested in these guys now i started mixing the the legends with the the, the current players which was before my team i think that was a year before my team came yep. out so that wasn't really a popular yep. thing yet but that kind of stoked That's my interest correct. in the history yeah. of the game yeah so um yeah, so really cool to see moments coming back. You uh, and again, if you can't disclose something, just yeah, you feel more than free to tell me because I'm not even. Oh, you can try to crack me. I'm, yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm like ten plus years in. I'm, you know, I feel right, like right. A, you know, lock safe. Good luck, but yeah, feel free to fire away though. Yeah, yeah, because just as you mentioned things, uh, questions come to my head. So I am, sure. I'm assuming seasons. Well, you said you like that in 22. Uh, and it's a mm -hmm. format a lot of games use. I'm assuming that'll be back in 23. Am I correct on that? that for the uh, for the neighborhood, it's gonna be that same type of deal. I mean, I'm waiting for official confirmation <laughs> from the NBA 2K <laughs> channel, just like you. But uh, I mean, what do you what do you think about seasons? I think that for me, for first of all, it definitely gives you a reason, or that's the template for giving you a reason to go on yeah. and, and play and get you know get your friends and play. I guess the thing that we're 100% most curious about is the rewards because for yep. some of the seasons, there, there'll be one season where I think it started off really strong. You had the go-kart at the beginning of the year and then some of the level 40 rewards would be like, oh, well, that doesn't feel as fulfilling to go on and, and reach level 40 because it does take quite a bit of time if you you know, if you oh. play a certain amount. Yeah, so I get I, I, I Yeah, I commend everybody who's hit level 40. Right. I feel accomplished at like level 8. I'm like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, it's a, it's absolutely you know games that use it it's not the only game that uses it there's a lot uh yeah. that utilize that out there i guess it's just for me if it does come back which i'm i'm just gonna make up in my head that i'm like i would assume it would um you know definitely be a, a rewards i'd be the most curious about how the rewards go and how they evolve that being that this was their first season doing it um oh but, for sure uh, and, and and to just kind of put out a pointer there like mm -hmm. As it pertains to NBA 2K22, rewards were a big topic of conversation for the producers of, right. of all that. So uh, feedback, listened to, and heard, uh, definitely. Cool. cool, cool. So this is something I'm really curious about. This has been a very, obviously with COVID, it's been... Mm -hmm it's affected everything but you could see it in the the game development side as well and how it's changed a little bit because you're juggling versions obviously i think that current gen still gets I, I think it gets more attention than it used to obviously because not everybody is <laughs> able to get their hands on next gen consoles Correct. um but so that's kind of its own thing but i am curious I, I i've had my theories about why pc is still getting the current gen instead of the next gen version because that's uh mm -hmm. and that's going to lead to a conversation about modders and whatnot but yeah what's happened there i was able to last year when i flew out there in december uh -huh. i 
remember who I talked to, but I, I, they did mention it. But I, I don't think I had gotten too deep into why we hadn't had it yet. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't expect next gen on PC in 2K21 because in the last generation of consoles they waited a year. Now it's mm-hmm. uh, you know it's 2K23. Pretty sure it's still mm-hmm. going to be the current gen version of the game. So is that a thing where like COVID's affecting it? It's divvying up the work. It's it's harder this year. Like what what and do, should we ever expect next gen on on the PC version? Well, I'll say this about PC. Definitely voice your opinions on it. Like, give the feedback to, you know, NBA 2K social channels. Uh, definitely voice. I know that's a big topic of conversation. Well, I can't go into, like, specifics on the decision-making behind that. I will mm-hmm. say that um, I've been really proud of... Uh, it's been, honestly, admirable to see how quick everybody... Um, when, when COVID hit, when the pandemic hit, and when everybody kind of got went into lockdown especially in california right um it was really admirable how fast everybody adjusted and Mm -hmm. didn't even miss the beat obviously it affects different companies in in various ways but um i was i was pretty uh surprised actually you know just didn't miss a beat um uh, in regards to the pc version uh, i know people are yearning for a next gen game and Mm -hmm. the best thing that i can say is just keep giving that feedback you know if that's what you want to see um you know beyond that i really can't say too much but Mm -hmm. uh you know i i know that people have talked about it and i know it's a topic of conversation like you flew out and talked to some some people about it so um just keep that keep that up if that's what you guys want to see yeah i would say for for me it's i understand that it's probably that's not where the player base is to put it short and sweet People, I think, in these days love my team. They play the, the my career mode. And so maybe the number of us that are playing PC and love the, the custom content and the mods that you can get are basically probably like a niche yeah. a niche thing. But um, so in that direction, what yeah. is 2K's relationship with mods? Is it just that that's, you know, that's its own division. People get the game and they can do whatever they want with it and they don't worry about it. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, even I, I know at least one guy who works on Cyberface. I think his name was Razor ended up working mm-hmm. with 2K. So it seemed like they kind of acknowledging the community and working with them a little bit. But the best, you know, what's the relationship like between 2K and, and the modders? Because they get the game and they do completely different things with it. They do some crazy stuff. Um, there's a couple layers. Um, so uh, I'm, this is kind of speaking from like the marketing side. So there's a lot of layers of approvals, um, whether it be the NBA, player agents, um, uh, partnerships that you are with, uh, which you know stem from the NBA's partnerships. So there's a lot of there's a lot of boundaries that we can't do, right? Like I'm gonna give a really broad example, right? Uh, hey, we want players to like fight right in the nba like we, we want right two players to fight i've seen that tweet come in before why can't players so i want to i want to go like you know elbow somebody give somebody a little bow and then get tossed out of the game like would the nba approve that right you have to think in those terms we, we don't have the liberty to do everything because we are an nba product at the end of the day um as far as modders go i i think i i know for a fact that uh people like leftos who was in the modding community yeah. he's now a developer in 2k uh joust ming works on the development side a huge modder i used to watch his modding videos on other games and uh, it was cool to meet him in person because you know i've obviously seen people send me stuff all the time that i love um personally uh it 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 gets tricky with um stuff that we are allowed to do and not allowed to do right Mm -hmm. and um 
modding is a thing i think that it takes a lot of talent and creativity and sometimes we can showcase stuff sometimes we can't um as far as like people that are really dedicated to it i i, I love it i think it's a sub community of people um across gaming that do amazing things mm -hmm. uh and it's it's really cool to see and and i think sometimes that can act as a motivation for could we be doing this better should right. we be doing this better um you know should we put resources in x y or z uh whether it, when it comes to the entire brand of nba 2k so i i personally love seeing modders um as far as like recognizing them and being able to promote stuff it, it gets a little tricky mm -hmm. um because of those reasons um so you know i i think um and like i said development's gonna you know they've come out and hired so many people over the years from the community you know stoffer who does ratings um right. the czar who you know has appeared on 2k tv and and is is such the greatest guy also the coolest voice in the world every time you see a czar video i just want to throw this out there that is his voice like that's right. how he talks there's no like filter on it and then i just feel terrible about the way i sound because he has such a cool <laughs> voice so shout out to the czar and his, his amazing voice um uh, right, right. you know uh the, the list goes on and on and on and just people from the community and uh, i think it's just so cool how um visual concepts as a development studio has has recognized people that have talents in these different areas and has been able to acquire some of that talent and bring it on board to help create this this amazing product that we create you know i think it's a really right. special thing so full circle moment there because you know leftos became a mm -hmm. uh a, so we i'm sure you're probably you're in tune with the community enough. You know about oh, the, yeah. the sim community, right? People who use the game to sim, basically, in my yep. league and whatnot. Yeah. Yep. yeah and yep. so I was doing that on stream probably at 2K20. And uh -huh. um, Leftos actually, it, he became kind of a meme in the chat. I didn't actually know he was a developer <laughs> now or a modder or anything, but it became a meme right. because he we drafted him and he became a superstar and won next to LeBron and everything. So for those that are listening and remember Leftos, now you know that's an actual person <laughs> that works with 2K. I think I had heard that, but I'm not, now, now we have actually uh confirm that so uh yeah so those of y'all also listening who are interested in pc like we just got to be loud about it because there is a community out there of us who do use it um who would absolutely love the next gen version to to be out there and see what modders could do with that version would be absolutely crazy uh yeah that's that's basically all you're gonna get out of this from from me or LED, but at least yeah, you know I, yeah. look i i wish i could give a definitive answer oh, yeah, for, right? sure, but, for sure um you know there's certain things I, I can't discuss but i will say like if if that's what you guys really want to see just keep keep letting your voices be heard it, it does make a difference even sometimes when you feel like well it's not you know it didn't happen last year and we all wanted it and we were all saying it during 21 and 22 didn't happen like this it's just not right. it's not how it works like there's no feedback that's just deflected right you know? right decisions so, will be made and stuff but like you know just uh just keep your voice up for any kind of feedback when it comes to 2k as a whole because i'll tell you what the when i look at feedback it's not what we're doing right i don't care about what we're doing right i always when i worked as a community manager it's always like what are we doing wrong right like what right. what can we improve on and i know that's the attitude of so many like developers producers um who are out there and, and i've been I, I will say this i think that i i won't get in trouble saying this um i hope uh <laughs> when i came to the development side i always had a great relationship with the developers um obviously you don't get to sit and talk it up all day when you work on you know the marketing side because we're so busy with with separate stuff from development um but coming over to the development side and having conversations with 
producers and people that I look up to and people that I just genuinely have always respected so much, uh, just admired the development team. You know what I mean? Right, uh, right. Cause they make my favorite game of all time and they do all these amazing things that just like, I, I worked at 2k and I would come home and play all night. Like I just yeah. I love 2k. And so being able to, to work on that side, I was very surprised by how much feedback I was, I was giving certain aspects and areas of the game mm -hmm. where they're like oh yeah look look at this this and this we're already taking care of this they're on top of it right, you know and right. i think that's such a great thing that that they are on top of so much feedback mm -hmm. um you know and that doesn't necessarily mean you collect a bunch of feedback it, it gets addressed or it's immediately going to be like the decision of what's going to immediately happen but this is all gathered and and put into conversations you know so right. when the decision making happens um you know think cool things could be added to the game right so um it, it's cool to to be on that side and and you know to to see how on top of things they are that was that was really cool personally working as a community manager for seven years to see that up close and personal you know when i came mm -hmm. back to the development side so on that front i have probably been the only voice that really I, I don't know if i'm the only one that cares about this but i'm a bit old school again i've been playing it since forever really if you want to count to 2005 so i come from an era where 1v1 was just a big thing i grew up playing yes what's essentially Same. playing out online yeah and yeah. I, obviously other modes came and drowned that out people would jump to my team they jumped to my career I feel like the majority of the player base does not say a word about playing out online therefore it has been more or less <clears throat> structurally the same mode since around 2k16 and i'm curious about this mode because this one it's it's 1v1 it's very simple it's a very simple concept will we ever see i i, I know what they were trying to do in terms of mm -hmm. making it blind matches because i can remember back in the 2k13 days and and beyond where you get online and people immediately jump to the best team i, I feel like it was probably to address that but the tier system has, I feel like for a lot of us, caused a lot of issues throughout the years. Is there any, is there any like movement on PNO and maybe even ever getting back that freedom to just get to a screen with another person and pick teams, pick who you want to pick? Because when you get to the tier system, you pick a team and it may go against a, a, a higher tier team that, the, you know, the matchup doesn't make any sense. One thing that happens a whole lot is you end up playing the same team. So I think when I first yeah. picked it up, I was like the 2016 Clippers. And I'm playing the 2016 Clippers, but because it was blind, we ended up doing the same thing. Yeah. Is there is there any movement on that or is that just something that's kind of being left behind with the times? Because it, it, I'm, I'm a realist. It's an outdated mode, but, you know, I still have love for it. I feel like I'm the only person who... who who, uh, no, for sure. Every year, yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I, I love playing head to head actually a lot. So I, I'm right there with you. Uh, obviously, that's what I grew up on, right? It mm. wasn't, you know, team up or my team. Exactly. Or, you know, that's what I grew up head to head was it. Um, I think uh, there's definitely room for improvement. I think it's one of those situations where it's like you look at something and what were we addressing there? Like the DNF rate, right? Like did not finish mm, rate. Like yeah. people quitting is a major problem across gaming. So how do you cut down on that percentage of people quitting, right? You start mm -hmm. to implement things. Will they cause more things that people may not like? Maybe, but you get quitters to kind of stop quitting at a high rate. I think mm -hmm. that's that's kind of the approach that they took. I, I think I remember uh, one of the developers talking about that. Um, but, you know, I, I think you have to look at it from a perspective of like, you know, we, we always want to try to make every mode enjoyable for people. And... Um, I, I think quitting in head-to-head -head matches of any kind mm -hmm. is going to happen. 
Like, I have a friend who has beaten me three times in 2K, and I quit every single time on him. I'm not going to name him. I'm not going to give him that, like, satisfaction. You know who you are, motherfucker. I'm not going to give you that satisfaction. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I, I, you know, rage quitting in any kind of game that I play online, it, it just happens. So it's, I think you have to look at it from the perspective of, like, how do we combat player behavior, right? So it's always going to be a struggle to to solve that issue. There's no right or wrong answer, but um, let the ideas flow in on how we can improve the mode for sure. I love head-to-head -head personally, you know? Like, right. I, I grew up on that, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, I very much grew up on head-to-head, -head, so I remember the issues that it had. But that was, yeah. that was the biggest issue, was getting to the screen, and somebody just pretty much picks the most OP team. So I imagine today if we had a head-to-head just a just a team selection screen like we used to have uh more often than not you're probably going to run into the 2017 warriors and then that match is not going to be worth playing like nine times out of ten if you right, right. Like a regular team so um that, that's something i will i will definitely be you know trying to provide some feedback about or getting sure. try, trying to get whatever play now online community is left out there because i don't even know who else really likes it or plays it anymore but um yeah, I, I would say the quitting thing, that's, I, in my opinion, that's definitely barking up the right tree. Like, I know if you, is that, is that, okay, I know in my, uh, in my career, and you go in the mm -hmm. wreck, you quit a certain amount, they, there's like a time limit before you can come back or something, right? It's, it's, it's something along that line, where, something to dissuade quitting, basically. They, they implemented yeah. something a couple years ago, yeah, yeah, that yeah. From playing. yeah, yeah, I think so. we loosened up on it because we want people playing, right, but we don't right. want quitting right so it's again that's a player behavior thing how do you combat that what's the right way do you want to kick somebody i know like i play another game if i accidentally get disconnected from a match because their servers aren't great hmm. then i'm banned for 15 minutes and it pisses right, me right. off every time because i didn't quit you know so it's like I, as a gamer is that fun right mm. that's the question but you also it's not fun to be up on a on an opponent and have them quit i've had games where people have quit within five points and i'm not really right. sure why right like right. yeah i'm have a little grip on on their play style but they get frustrated and they quit and i'm like why this was a great game we we're in the fourth quarter it's a five point game and just started why are you quitting you know so <laughs> it, it's it, yeah it's it's a tough one yeah i think i think me and my friends before because we we had talked about I, I wish i would have written down a lot of the feedback that we had uh for piano but I think we'd even discussed i know they give rewards in play now online so something along those lines for picking certain teams if there were to ever be a scenario where you could you know not have to go on the blind matches again just something to just how quitting is dissuade maybe something to dissuade using the most op teams because yeah that that is kind of what ends up leading to quitting when you're when, when the matchups are super lopsided or you can't you know maybe you don't even want to play the mode because you know somebody's going to use a certain team so yeah ho hopefully hopefully you know there's enough noise made about that mode but i was just curious about it anyways so there will be other time for feedback but there goes some of the thought process now play now online yeah all-star team up is pretty much the same uh it's it's incorporated into play now the entire group of us that play that group of youtubers we are extremely curious about what happened to that mode because we we're playing it in 2k20 uh 2k21 we're playing it on next gen um i feel like it was actually becoming a thing like click productions was in on it uh, we might have ended up having agent zero in uh he's in the group you know he didn't really ever play but low like a lot of decent named youtubers were getting in on it and playing and it you know fans were enjoying it come to 2k22 next gen it's not there but it's on current gen um mm -hmm. is there is there any is there any insight there on why that mode disappeared would it be coming back to next gen because that was a I was I know there's like a way to do it now but it's not like it was last year yeah. and it's not there like is the a, current gen. 
there's a way to do it and uh we actually shot a couple 2k tv episodes playing um like bash world and king jordan and stuff we had some pretty heated matchups uh on uh playing that mode on next gen actually uh and kind of educating people on how to do that because there is a way to do it um but i've provided internal feedback to those groups as well so um well i can't say more than that mm-hmm. um Definitely speak up. Definitely speak up. I can say, look, I can scream at the rooftops and give my opinions on things. But what I do is I, I, I provide that internal feedback to the groups and, um, you know, there's those convers it's in the conversation. Right. So, um, yeah. And you're talking about a mode that I absolutely love. I think yeah, that's my number. A team up is incredibly fun. It's a great way to connect with friends and play against the opponents. And it's also kind of a way I, I think a lot of people, don't like to play team up because they'll get exposed real quick yeah, it's, it's easy when you're building your my players to the exact specs that you want but when you get out there and you have to start knowing the knowledge of all the nba players it gets yeah. a little tougher so i love team up man like i love it and i promise you there's not an advocate for that mode bigger in the entire company than me so you know uh, yeah i hear you <clears throat> yeah no for sure i you know team up was a mode that I and I think a lot of people completely ignored up until last year. I always saw it. Mm-hmm. And as a matter of fact, correct me if I'm wrong, that idea popped up in NBA 2K9, correct? That was the first time you were able to, to do the everyone control one player. I know for me, it barely worked back then. Servers were a lot different. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think it just it, it was a great mode. Um, it's kind of like that concept of player lock. So then, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, my career became a thing, you know, around 10. So. That, that whole concept of player lock was was really where I think that mode was developed from. I'm just speculating here. Sorry, my, my beagle's hungry. Oh, you're good, um, you're good. And like you mentioned, there's been so many content creators um, that, that just love getting a part of these big groups. I know a lot a lot of content creators came together with me, um, me just reaching out and be like, let's live stream all, all 9 of you live stream. Let's just play a big 5v5 team up game right, right now. Right. So those are like some of my personal favorite memories of, of playing 2K is team up. So... Yeah. I, uh, I I just love the mode. Yeah, I think a lot of us just want for the to be exactly like it is in current gen because in current gen you just yeah you just, you just click it you go to the menu get your guys together, um and yeah that's how how it was before and, and, uh, while and oh, yeah go ahead go ahead oh yeah sorry I was gonna say uh and you know I will add in there that yeah it's a little it's a little hidden in next gen but that's that's why we do things on two K TV to promote stuff like that right um because i think people should be playing the mode you know i think i think it's a it's it's fantastic it's a little it's a jump through a little loop on next gen i totally understand that feedback i've, I've gotten a lot of that and it's been discussed internally so yeah have you ever promoted the return of create a legend that just popped back into my head create a legend is something i feel like people want back or talk about a little bit on twitter every single year yeah 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 like yeah. you can play your lock right so create a legend essentially is now player lock in in my league um and that's that's one of the things i think people kind of forget so um you can technically create a legend stay player locked on one player following through his career yeah yeah and i remember somebody was doing that because on pc with the modding community they were able to make it look almost identical to what uh yeah. to what it to what it was because it kind of followed the the whole my career format except it was mm-hmm. just you know this guy and i remember they were able to kind of duplicate it but you know something uh, like exactly like how that was i feel like it comes back but yeah technically you can duplicate it especially if you're on pc you i've seen people perfectly duplicate it before so yeah that cool. is something that came to my mind there all right this is something i am super i'm just like personally interested in because 
uh, we talked about 2K11. That was the first time. There was, I feel like a lot of people don't remember, there was legends in the game kind of before that. They were on these random old teams, basically. It wasn't, it was nowhere mm -hmm. near centralized as it is now, where you have the 90s bulls and such. But anyways, no. yeah, 2K11 kind of started that. And you, you get the Jordan and you get some of his rivals. After that, it just kept on growing and growing. Yeah. And I think the community is super curious about what is the process of getting these historic players in the game? Because one thing that really stuck out to me, I remember, probably a year or two ago every single year obviously we ask for the 2010 lakers i think no i think we understand if you can't get a certain amount of players there's probably no reason for the team to even be in the game i remember an interaction that popped up on the timeline of ronnie 2k mm -hmm. saying um like oh we're, we're trying to or we basically can't get a hold of andrew bynum or we're trying to reach andrew bynum mm -hmm. and we just can't we just can't get to him and so he's out yeah. and then obviously gasol is not even there anymore but so what is is that like a really difficult thing to to reach out or is it just the players some players are like nah i just i don't want to be in the game or yeah what is that like because you get a whole you get especially over the years obviously a lot of those guys have become generics over the years but when it started mm -hmm. you get full 13 12 man rosters you have to go reach out to individual guys and see if they want to be there one by one what was that what is that like in, in getting these guys to to create historic teams that's a very good question um well i can't provide a lot of details on this mm -hmm. but i will say that there are certain players that become um that we have access to post-career, post-retirement. Um, and then there are certain players we do not. So it is a it is a process. Now, I will unequivocally say there is not a person on this earth that wants the 2009-2010 <laughs> Lakers inside the game more than me. And I promise you, I promise you that is looked at every single year. Um, it, it is it, it's it's at what point do you want to put a team in if you don't have a starting player, exactly right yeah and that's tough that's a tough decision um we want to work with everybody sometimes sometimes certain people or certain players don't have any interest of being in a video game it can just be that simple um it and it's it's not a matter of um a, you know acquiring them it's it's a matter of no interest um so people have different paths post-retirement and stuff but i think we've done um it's really just a remarkable job of how many players we've been able to to have in our game and have their you know memories live on and have these different variations of their careers through my team and, and there's no point where we feel satisfied with it you know and i know that's the attitude uh, across the company and so okay so what... i know that doesn't really answer the question yeah. but Oh no, it's trying fine. to be as broad yeah. as possible. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I hoped in in bringing you on, at least some of the audience would understand. There's obviously certain things you can't peel the tape back on. So, For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully that's just implied. Um, but so speaking of that though, what do you know about that part? Because I'm pretty, well, I'm not pretty sure. I know for a fact that maybe I'm blinking on some of the names, but there are mm -hmm. certain historic players that are in my team, but then they're missing mm -hmm. from a historic roster. Is that is that? that can't be a use thing because if they're in the game they're in the game not necessarily really D don't assume that and i'll just say that yeah oh. so you you might only be able to acquire a player for a mode you know okay um yeah yeah well wow, you may or may that. not be able to acquire a player for a mode or not i should say okay so yeah, yeah I, I think um i i think though like when when they do it they want to get um you know they want to get that 
said player everywhere or that hypothetical player everywhere right mm -hmm. so okay yeah it's it, it's a tough process and uh i remember when ronnie was talking about buying him because we really were on the you know we were really trying to to track him down to get him in and mm -hmm. uh it was really it, you know it, it, we, we weren't able to achieve that but i i think um you know i have i have i have faith that one day one day we'll get them right right okay you know i learned something there because i i absolutely wouldn't have thought that they could be in in one mode not the other all right so that answers that question then that's definitely something it's all it's all dependent on um yeah it's it's dependent on a couple variables right i'll right. just put it that way okay can't really go into it more than that i i think people could put two and two together but yeah for sure for depending sure. on a couple things for sure um so moving on so that's the uh historic players we talked about team up talked about pno got some good stuff there you were saying earlier that you believe 2k23 is going to with some of the stuff you've added the jordan challenges and such that'll end up being one of your favorites i'm wondering what do you think is the biggest difference that we're going to feel in 2k23 versus 22 i know a gigantic blog just came out with all the changes yeah. I, i've read through like 95 percent of it um but from from what you know and probably have you know having been able to have your hands on it a little bit what do you think is the biggest difference that players are going to feel all right so not to be disingenuous but surprisingly uh i have not actually had hands on with 23 i've um i've learned a lot about the game um i've i've spoken with uh, numerous people that have been playing the game and stuff so I, I get you know a lot of my information from there but mm -hmm. uh, I'm really glad that the blog is out and uh, I think the funniest thing about Mike's blog coming out was uh, me reading it being like oh damn we're <laughs> doing that that's pretty cool oh okay cool oh the real player percentage kind of I would call it an exploit mm -hmm. I didn't like what was happening with real player percentage yeah, last yeah. year I'm glad that's out in online games smart so you know, there's a lot of stuff that I think people are going to see that feedback that was given on gameplay and us trying to address some of that stuff while taking some of these new mechanics and pushing them forward. Uh, right. You know, so the feel question, I can't say, but the the um, I, I'm glad people now can break down some of the new stuff that they're uh, they're doing with this year's game. And, uh, you know, it's it's uh, as Mike has mentioned in tweets and stuff, it's not final by any means. It's a work in progress. Mm -hmm. Um, cause they're going to be cranking away on it a lot, um, you know, over this next month. So, uh, I'm, I'm just excited to get my hands on it actually. Uh, and part of that's due, you know, because I, I work remotely and I'm not in the office, uh, due to like my health and COVID mm -hmm. and stuff. So, um, I, uh, haven't been able to like play a build personally. I Usually see, this time of year, I'd be, I'd be providing hands-on feedback, um, to, to different producers and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, everything has been growing so much over the years with 2K, including how the community interacts with it. When you started, mm -hmm. Chris Move was basically only two years uh, around at that time, I think, probably 09. Uh, it's, it's the first video I saw from him. Then just an mm -hmm. entire community of creators come around. Now, I am curious because <laughs> I used to do so much, and this is just a personal, this is just a personal curiosity question because sure. I was obsessed with this guy's content and he was kind of a yeah. shadowy figure. And I did mm -hmm. so much research on this. In fact, I was able to even find interactions with you and him from way, way back, like early Twitter. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. even you wondering where he was. How much did you ever know, or did you ever get to, to pull him in and work with him about Messenger? I don't, I don't exactly know how to pronounce his name. I guess it's Messenger Matt. Messenger Jamat, yeah, yes, something like that. Legend yeah. in this, uh, he did some things in 20, 
10 and 2011 that yes. simply should not have been possible with with yes. the console version of the game as far as i know um what do you know about him did you did 2k ever bring him in or anything like that and work with him was there ever any collaboration there and do you know what ended up happening to him because he was just years and years and years ahead of his time with with his work and i've always oh yeah i've always been curious about that guy yeah so uh we did reach out um I won't share it on here, but we, we uh, did kind of find out what he's been up to and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we, I, to my knowledge, we, we did not bring him in. I might be wrong about that. I don't think we brought him in, but um, you know, I remember his videos blowing me away. Um, you know, he was, he was able to make some insanely talented Jordan content with the use of Photoshop and the use of our game. And like the edits were fantastic. And, you know, I've been a video editor since I was, what, 12 years old mm-hmm. you know and and that was like a whole nother part of me that you know i love watching you know video edits of any kind um sports highlight reels uh people that create 2k content like i i, I eat that stuff up so mm-hmm. the fact that it's inspired so many people um momentous who now works yeah. on the dev team right another community guy uh shady um mm-hmm. who we've worked with in the past and and hopefully we'll continue to work with it's insane and yeah going back to chris move i remember like just loving his content and uh, there's another guy by the way shout out to smooth uh sounds exactly like he sounds in his videos there's no filter on that mm-hmm. that is that is what he sounds like when you talk to him so again <laughs> a second person that i've name dropped on this podcast who i'm very jealous of their voice mm-hmm. um <laughs> but uh you know it, it's it's just cool that that uh, people have followed their passion and over the years i've seen content creators um grow and uh sometimes move on beyond 2k and i think that's fantastic i think we should support each other uh never punch down on people and and help build each other up because that's what people did for me in my career uh yeah it's pretty crazy right to look back at some of his stuff i feel like he was the og kind of mix maker back in the day so oh yeah yeah there's a there's a couple of very obscure ones out there from way early i know hawks fan he he, his channel didn't get quite as big but he was doing some crazy montages but yeah Mm -hmm. messenger match just stuck out because the environments that he would have players in and such i spent yeah it's crazy yeah in 2015 i i had 2k15 trying to figure out how to duplicate some of that and i did not even get close to having players mouse move and such i couldn't figure any of it out he was (laughs) doing like yeah he was doing i remember he like photoshopped jordan's tongue hanging out at one point he had like he had like uh he was doing like roto work and doing some spe- like some after effects esque uh work in his videos yeah they were really cool they're really cool and i remember just shady dropping videos like shady and i have a great relationship and uh shout out to him uh over there in the philippines um he's just such an amazing uh editor and i look oh, up yeah. to his work it's really inspiring uh you know um it's getting to a point where i can't even catch up anymore i'm glad they have a team of people working with influencers now on the 2k (laughs) side and like it's gone beyond community management at that point you know next maker program uh you know people getting verified with logos that's just all stuff that we've worked on over the years and we've gotten it to a point where like now we can recognize those people now we have you know uh the show 2k tv you know that's that's running in the game uh yeah, we're about to enter this, you know, we're almost 10 seasons in at this point. Like, That's crazy. crazy to think, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy with, um, you know, how the show grew from day one and shout out to Rachel for doing her thing. Uh, you know, being able to come on with Alexis and 
being able to work with the community. I mean, the show, I've always said, like, 2K TV, when I came back, it's not going to be my show. Like, you are going to be the star of the show. And that's my mentality from day one. And I think we've really built something pretty awesome uh, to really showcase a lot of talented people and people that are doing amazing things through 2K. And it's just, uh, sometimes it's just, like, hard to believe that we we are able to find guests like that. You know, like the, uh, the Father's Day episode where I just joined a random Xbox party, which is probably not the smartest thing sometimes people are a little hostile towards towards me but um mm. they were great and they were a father and son not that they were best friends the way they were jawing at each other so right. <laughs> i invited them onto the show and like that was just such a cool story like you know how cool is that their father and son they live in different right. states they get on and play 2k for hours every you know every other night every mm. night that they can you yeah. know and and play together i just that that like literally was the true story of how i found those two so right. um i just love it I, I love everything about it. So the community is just like, I, I think it's the lifeblood of what we do. Yeah. As, as mad as we all get at the game sometimes, I think you, you wouldn't find any 2K player that wouldn't acknowledge uh, the imprint that it's had on their life in gaming. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, rem- I remember vividly being a senior in high school on early release 10 years ago, playing 2K13 with my buddy online yeah. all the time. I put in so many, so many hours. And now we have all this technology. I am just crying inside that I didn't have the capability of recording that stuff back then because I would love to I look know. back. Yeah, the only, you know, the oldest, the oldest stuff I have, and I, I treasure it. I have it on a USB sitting inside my drawer because uh. on the uh, PlayStation, three you could save replays back then you could right stick and then save the replay and i was actually able to go and get that data so i can just plug it up to a ps3 anytime and i can go see nice. replays from my league and such that i did in 2k cool. 2k 11 and so i and i i've made copies and everything so i'll never lose all of that but that's all i have that's all i have from uh, from my childhood with 2k but it's definitely uh, affected all of us i've got one only one more specific question and then i'll let you go sure. here but this has been great um it's just all I, I just have so many personal curiosity questions if you can answer how because yeah. this is a yearly release so mm-hmm. when does another 2k when does the work start on another one because it's obviously a, a crazy process and having to add all these different ideas and animations so for instance 2k22 drops in september of last year 2k23 the idea f- I, I know ideas for that were already floating probably before 22 even dropped correct Maybe before twenty even dropped. Oh wow! It's it's that you much know, like so, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of planning that goes into it, and no, the cycle is not the most forgiving cycle. But people are very talented on the visual concepts team. Uh, again, I just admire everybody, all my all my coworkers on what they do um, to make my favorite game. And and you know, uh, I think it's just. It's just getting better and better. Um, even when there's areas that we get feedback on, you always see stuff being addressed, right? May not be able to be addressed in that calendar year, but you know, the right. next iteration, they got some stuff, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the like you can see that in just the gameplay blog. Right, you know, right. look at look at the things that Mike and the gameplay team are doing uh based on feedback. You'll you'll see quite a bit of it uh in there. So uh I, I just uh yeah, it's 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 a crazy cycle and stuff. And um, you know, even I'm not uh, even with 2k tv it's like we're you know I, I, we stopped we had the uh the episode in july at summer league and i think a couple of weeks before that we had the award show but like it hasn't stopped you know we're, mm-hmm. we're filming a lot of stuff for 23 and have been and uh prepping stuff and uh yeah we got some really cool stuff that i can't talk about but i have a feeling that this next season of 2k tv will be by far the best season we've ever had i'm pretty stoked about it Absolutely. A lot of exciting stuff going in the future. Also only about 
a uh, actually i don't know the release date of this one but we're close anyways we are close to the next iteration it's going to be another one in the collection as i turn around i think i have yeah everything from 2k7 and up i've got all those cases so i've got my own little collection there that's as best i can do the only thing i am really missing that i need to find is the locker mm. the locker from 2k10 the I locker it. Yes. i have two of them i have <laughs> one here and then i have one in the office I, I had see. to go eBay hunting. I think I found one in a storage closet somewhere, actually. Oh, I definitely, I wow. found it and I was like, I, I have, you know, I was like, I can't steal it. But I basically <laughs> grabbed it one day and I'm like, yo, I'm taking this Kobe locker because no one else wants it. It's in a dirty wow. closet. And he's like, yeah, take it. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so I have one at home that I actually had. I, I remember getting rid of my, the one that I bought like personally back mm -hmm. in the day because I was moving and you're in college and like, I, I oh, ended yeah. up getting rid of that one. So I was like, dang. But I, I, I ended up finding two of them and I have one on my desk at the office that has like unopened copies of every game, like oh, from 2K sick. on. That is missing sick. the last couple of years because I haven't been to the office since like COVID hit, which is crazy mm -hmm. to think about. But um the uh yeah, the the the, the that locker's there, then I have one here, which is pretty cool. Use it and stuff. That brings back so many memories. I, oh, I love the locker. Yeah, I've almost forgotten the times where I couldn't get 2K on release day because I was a kid. I didn't have my own money. So mm -hmm. I had to wait until right. I, I had to, it, it always lined up. 2K release always lined up for me right as the first report cards were coming out in school. And so if I did good on the report card, I could go get 2K. And it was always yeah. around a, a couple of weeks or a month later. But I specifically remember 2K10 dropping and seeing a locker thing. And I was just like, oh, there's no way I could possibly get that. But I, I'll go hunting. Either, either way. This has uh, definitely been fun. I really do appreciate you coming on and saying what you could. Uh, community definitely sure. appreciates it. Community appreciates you. And if, if you know, again, it can get rabbit out there. So if anybody else doesn't, I especially do. Because, again, like I said, before I was even creating content, I remember you responding to tweets and, and, and complaints that I had about the game way back when. So you've always engaged. Oh, yeah. You've always listened to feedback. Uh, much appreciate you taking time to come be on the podcast. I was definitely a bit all over the place because I just kept formulating more more questions but we'd definitely love to get you on one day and talk about the history of 2k and such but for now we're just trying to you know see what the community was interested in and yeah hopefully hopefully they enjoy it i very much enjoyed it and hopefully you enjoyed it yeah hopefully it provides some insight you know like i said i can't go into details oh, yeah. about certain things obviously but um hopefully it provides a little bit of insight and in how how things operate and i think you see that um with more transparency too on a lot of things these days you know i think there's a lot of cool um stuff that like the marketing team's doing and ronnie being out there everywhere like i think it's it's just cool to see how people have evolved and we've been able to infuse community right into the game and yeah. i love that yeah. i just love that so i appreciate you having me on and uh yeah i will uh i'll gladly come on anytime so just just shoot me a dm and i'll be back absolutely for those of y'all listening you know this is on spotify it's on youtube it's on apple Podcasts. so if you could leave a like on youtube leave a rating on either spotify or apple podcast but of course since i forgot to say that at the beginning it's probably gonna be useless now either way i very much enjoyed this appreciate you all and i will see y'all on the next one